So for a lot of you, you're stuck in what society has told you something means. You've been stuck in a religious belief or a cultural belief or a family belief or a personal belief that you adopted when you were really young. And it probably isn't serving you anymore, which is why you're listening to stuff like what I create, right? A podcast called This Isn't Me. Hi, I'm Veronica Jane, and welcome to This Isn't Me podcast. Ever found yourself in a moment where you look at your life and realize, this isn't me? Maybe it was you in the past and it's not you anymore. Sharing powerful stories of breakthroughs and transformation. Practical and playful, scientific and spiritual. Right and wrong left at the door. It's a many sizes fit all situation. Full of imperfection and messiness. Sharing, asking questions with authentic, vulnerable conversations. This isn't me. Welcome to this episode of This Isn't Me podcast, season three. For those of you that are new here, for those of you that are returning, welcome. Let me tell you a bit about who I am, where I've been, and where I'm going. So I started this podcast over a year ago now, almost a year and a half ago. And I started from this place of going, I have something to share. And I don't know who's going to listen, but I know I'm listening. And that's what counts, right? Like I need to hear my voice. I need to speak my truth. Because I had spent years saying what other people wanted me to say. Saying what my family taught me to say, what my culture taught me to say, what my partners wanted me to say, and what safe masked versions of me wanted to say. And so every day more and more, I learned to speak my truth. I learned to say what is deep within me. I learned to speak from a more empowered place. I learned to stand in my authenticity and integrity. I learned to unmask more and more of who I am. I see another layer and another example of how something isn't me. So I get to be more of me. For those of you that are new here, let me share a brief history of what I've done here. This Isn't Me podcast started after I left a relationship. It was what I would now recognize as a bit of a trauma bond. <laughs> and I had left a marriage only a couple years before. And I recognized that a lot of what I thought I knew just wasn't serving me anymore. That I had all these coping mechanisms that were keeping me stuck in old patterns. And so I decided to speak my truth. I decided to do it publicly on a podcast, as a journal, as a diary. And I'd done something similar when I left my marriage, when I was exploring what it meant to be a sexually empowered woman. And then I kind of outgrew that, recognizing that there was so much in that message that was no longer true for me. So I started This Isn't Me going, well, wow, how many times is it that I'm going to recognize that something isn't me and that there's a new version of me that gets to be expressed? And my theory now is endlessly, like you're going to find what isn't you over and over again. And if you're willing to let go of being right and being addicted to control and just expressing yourself in this new iteration of self, like it's fucking powerful because you get to be you endlessly. There's nothing to be ashamed of or hide from. You get to go, yeah, that was true for me back then. And this is true for me now. So I love that. And I love that I get to do that more and more. So let me tell you about some past versions of me. I am and have been a daughter. I have been a wife. I have been a primary school teacher. I have been a retail store manager. I have been a child co-worker, a nanny, an au pair. I have and am currently a daughter, a sister, a friend, a lover, and a partner. And past versions of me could have stayed stuck in those identities. And yet I allow myself to continue to evolve. 
So season three, This Isn't Me podcast is another iteration of me. It's an iteration of me that includes video, which is a little bit new for me, speaking to a camera. I mean, I'm so comfortable with my own voice. I, I spent years learning to hear myself and yet to see myself as something new and to let go of the perfectionism there or looking a certain way for anyone else and just knowing that this is me. This is the way I look now. This is the way I know how to create visual content for you now. And that's going to get better and better. And that's super exciting. So yeah, let me tell you about where I've been for the longtime listeners. I stopped the podcast probably like five months ago now, probably back in April, 2023. I took a little break and let's look at it from two lenses because you could always look at things in various perspectives, right? One was because I recognized I was stepping more into my business and I needed to look at what had return on investment, what served my clients the best, what spoke to my growing business and offered you, my potential clients, the listeners the most. And so I debated with how do I grow my business in a more sustainable way? How do I create coaching clients and income from that so that I can keep doing this free content, this media that actually got me into coaching in the first place? How do I pause that for a minute and focus on how to serve more clients more powerfully directly, working one-on-one with clients, working with a personal development company that I was working as a contractor for for a time, like just exploring getting into yoga teacher training. So all of that's been occurring. And then the other lens was I met the guy right? Like I met the man who I chose to see as possible for myself months ago, a year and a half ago. Let me tell you a bit about that. So as that other lens, yeah, I got focused on that, on that relationship too. And I probably used it as a little bit as a little bit of an excuse to pause this because this takes time, right? The editing for this and the creating of this is so much fun. And yet it's an investment of time and energy that I directed a lot more towards him. I put a lot more into my Instagram. I put a lot more into creating other things for you guys. And I was busy being in love. So yeah, I guess another part of that is it's episode 42, guys. Does anyone know why I hesitated there? Like, what's the significance in that number? Does anyone know? So there's this concept, right, from the, the, what is it? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that Number 42 is the meaning of life and everything. And so let's talk about that a little bit today. What is the meaning of life? And if you choose to make things mean something, then your unconscious mind believes it, right? Belief is a huge part of what it means to be human, if not the most paramount piece, what you believe you perceive. So number 42, this episode that I stopped at, I could have made mean had to be so substantial, so significant, so transformative for everyone that I had to make it perfect before I put it out in the world. What if the meaning of life and everything, the life, the universe and everything, is whatever you make it to mean? Like what if the meaning of life is totally up to you? What if it means everything and nothing? You get to create what it means, right? You get to choose the significance there for you. So for a lot of you, you're stuck in what society has told you something means. You've been stuck in a religious belief or a cultural belief or a family belief or a personal belief that you adopted when you were really young. And it probably isn't serving you anymore, which is why you're listening to stuff like what I create, right? A podcast called This Isn't Me. Recognizing that you don't feel heard. You don't know how to speak your truth. You're stuck in relational patterns that aren't serving you anymore. You don't know what your dharma is, your purpose, your mission for career, for vision in the world. Maybe you don't know how to heal your health, 
how to come back to that embodied knowing of health. Whatever it is for you, you actually get to choose the meaning. You see that, right? Like, if you can unravel what others have told you and come back to yourself, you get to create the meaning for your life. I spent years trying to find myself. And what I recognized is that all of the experiences from the moment I was conceived and before that with epigenetics had created who I was. And so it was up to me to create a new version of me, to recreate myself endlessly into who I wanted to be, to fall in love with myself more and more every day, to create that main character energy for myself. So if you listen to past seasons, you'll hear my relational journey where I unraveled what my patterns had been relationally, that I had over and over just self-abandoned and molded myself to fit these men to achieve love or what I thought was love. And eventually it got to the point where I had self-abandoned so much that I was in these very dysfunctional, unhealthy, and hurtful relationship dynamics because then I could blame him. I could hide from him. I could hide from myself in him. You know, I could get, I had open relationships which left me so dysregulated and so hypervigilant and so relationally anxious that I didn't know how to come home to myself. My central nervous system was so dysregulated in trying to find safety and home in someone else that I didn't know how to find it in myself. When I finally admitted to that to myself, I went on this whole relationship journey that I talk about in the other seasons, so I won't talk about it again now, other than to say, I found myself again. And I spent the last two years now finding myself again, recreating myself over and over again, two and a half years. And it's beautiful because I'm committed to that endlessly. And what that looked like was that when I knew it was time to step back into relationship, I knew that I would no longer self-abandon, that I would stand in my sovereignty and stand in my selfness, stand in my Veronica-ness, in my too muchness, in all of me, and be like, do you want it? If you want it, come get it. But this is who I am. This is how I speak. This is how I look. This is who I am for me. And yes, I'm committed to loving you in that. And that will never again cause me to self-abandon. Not my values, not my beliefs, not what's truest to me. I will love you fully as long as I love me. So that's the beauty of committing to myself. Like I had a full relationship commitment to myself, to show up for myself endlessly, to grow and iterate over and over again. So going back to the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, it's whatever you make it to mean, right? So for me, I found my purpose and that can change. And right now what that looks like is taking all of this stuff that I'm creating for you, all of my coaching and gearing it towards supporting women, empowering women to be in full relationship with themselves and shift to create the relationship they deeply desire and deserve externally by looking at themselves, by coming home to all the ways that they've self-abandoned, all the ways that they put up masks, all the ways that they've been pretending and actually own themselves again actually own that everything that they're seeing out there is something they created. Whether consciously or unconsciously, they allowed it in some way. And that can look like so many different things. For some women, that's going to be recognizing that their relationship forces them to self-abandon. And that to be who they truly desire to be, that relationship's complete. And yet for many, it's going to be recreating themselves in that relationship, realizing that he only can see them the way they see themselves. 
And so if they fall in love with themselves in that relationship, he's going to see that too. He gets to love her again the way she used to love herself. She gets to stop finding her value in him and find it in herself. She gets to stop finding her value in the children or in her work and find it in herself, in whoever that looks for her, in creating however she desires in her life, whatever it is. So my dharma, my purpose, my meaning, what, however you want to frame it, right now is to serve women, to serve them, to empower themselves, to create the life and the relationships they deeply desire and deserve. And it's so powerful working with these women who are stepping into this work, who are admitting to themselves, fuck, I actually have to take full personal responsibility. Because sure, my family created this with me. You know, my culture created this with me. I, it's not my fault. It is my responsibility to change, to learn what my culture taught me, to learn what my religion taught me, to learn what my epigenetic conditioning is, to learn what my witnessed relational patterns are in my early childhood and start to shift it, to ch break those patterns and create new ones. I have to stop blaming and I have to start taking personal responsibility. And that's the piece that changes everything. So the work that I do involves supporting women to come back to themselves from that disassociation back into their body through embodiment work, slowing down, learning to feel again, learning to look around at the world and see it again, to let go of all the distorted perceptions that you've had, to let go of fear and guilt and shame and sadness and anger and learn from them. All of those painful experiences, like go back and listen to my past episodes, like guys, stuff's happened to me. It's occurred and I've allowed it, you know, and I now get to take responsibility for how it impacts me moving forward. And that's a fucking powerful piece. Don't you think like that's full personal responsibility. So with the podcast going forward, I'm going to keep reframing these self-limiting beliefs for you. I'm going to keep taking personal responsibility. I'm going to keep being radically honest, authentic, and integrous. And the way that I do that, that might be different than how some other podcasters or YouTubers do it, is I share my experience because I want you to see yourself in that. I believe that there's so many common behavioral patterns in humanity. So those of you that are listening and have resonated with me and what I'm speaking to, it's because you have some similar ways of being. Do you have to agree with everything that I say? Fuck no, you shouldn't. Stand in your truth, what's true for you. What I invite you to do though is look to see if there's a belief that you've held previously that's blocking you from receiving a possibility I'm presenting that could actually help you, like that could actually serve you. So if you're willing to look and push past that initial trigger and know that a trigger is great because it's something that's occurring in your central nervous system that has a possible way of looking at something again in a new way for you that is making you uncomfortable so you can integrate a past experience and learn from it create wisdom from it. What I'm asking you to do is look and, and use this work to support you to grow. So the work that I do is that embodiment piece of coming home to yourself and also to empower you with these self-limiting belief reframes, to explore the way you think that's creating meaning from your experience. Because we're all living our own reality, right? Like you can look at that from a spiritual, super esoteric lens. You can look at it from a scientific lens and both will say like, we're all experiencing everything in our own unique way. Through our own lies, through our own ears, through our own sense of taste and smell, through our own skin, from our own perspective, from our own beliefs, it's subjective. So why not look at the ways that you've created beliefs and change the ones that are limiting you 
I used to believe that the most horrible thing that I could do was give up on my husband, was to leave the marriage and give up on us and give up on me is how I saw it. And what was powerful that I've shared in the past and I'll share again now is that moment where my ex-husband looked at me on our divorce day and said, Veronica, thank you for being strong enough to leave. Thank you. And the shame that I could let go in that and realizing that that limiting belief had held me back for so many years of staying in something dysfunctional that no longer served him and no longer served me. So I share that just to give you a picture of what are the meanings that you've made for yourself that are holding you back? What's the things you've decided unconsciously would make you a bad person or that weren't possible? Like what if you were willing to challenge your beliefs and do something different, to feel something different, to be a different way, to think a different way, to feel a different way? And for many of you, that's relational. For many of you, that's every time he does something, it's what you make it mean. And so the work that I do is inviting you into exploring where are you perceiving him from fear? Where are you angry and resentful? And how do we strip that back to go to the depths of your heart? And babe, so many of you are trying to do it here, intellectually, in your head, when you have to do it from your heart, from your body. You know, there's the gut-brain connection and the heart-brain axis where we are embodied creatures, right? We're animal beings. We have this embodied knowing, this embodied um, history. Our body holds every experience, every memory, multiple generations back. And so when you meet your partner from just your logical forefrontal prefrontal cortex, it's just your thinking self. What about your feeling self? How many of you have been hurt too many times to be willing to show him your heart again? Because unconsciously or consciously, you hold a fear that you just can't be hurt that bad again. So you won't take the risk. And it's worth it. Isn't it? Like, what if you put yourself out there, express from your heart, and invited the possibility of being met there? Yep, you could get hurt. Or you could be seen and heard and felt again for the first time in a long time. And that's a lot of my clients you know, they hold so much resent. They've been name calling and hurting each other for so long. They don't sleep in the same room anymore, or it's just distant. And they can feel him for moments, but that's it. And that was me. And I got to find my way back to relearning all of it and doing it with this amazing man that is now my person that I'm fully committed to. That's my person until death, you know, and whatever remains past that, if there's anything. <laughs> And it's so exciting for me to get to relearn and actually embody and practice everything that I thought I knew from this new knowing, from this new way of being, from this regulated sense of self. I get to practice love in the ways that I always knew it would work. And yet I had so many unconscious patterns, I couldn't do it consistently. So now I have this amazing partner saying to me, like, how are we doing this? How are we creating this amazing relationship? I've never been in anything like this. And me saying... I hadn't fully yet either. And I know it's because I continue to go in and do the work. I continue to look at how I'm creating my perception of him. How do I open and see him from his heart? How do I meet him there? How do I be love? And how do I, for those of you who are more science-minded, meet him in the feeling part of my brain? How do I let my animal body feel safe with him to expose the stomach knowing that he's not a predator, he's a friend? He's a lover and he is safe for me. 
And for those of you who are in less safe relationships, when you recognize that it's actually dangerous is when you'll know it's time to go. We'll get you back to your body so you can make that decision from a strong sense of self and a strong knowing. So this episode is a little bit of a wild ride, which it usually is with me. You'll see that I have the gift of the gab and love to follow down deeper and deeper rabbit holes. But today it's exploring that concept of what's the purpose of life and reminding you it's whatever you want it to be because you're experiencing a subjective reality that's all yours. So what do you want? Like, what do you actually want? Because so many of the people I speak to forget to decide that. And then they're unconsciously walking through life and in their, in their own suffering that they've created because they haven't decided what to create. So I help you create a vision for your life. I help you decide. I help you unravel all the ways that you've created this life that you no longer desire. I think a lot of you would have watched that movie, Eat, Pray, Love. And I remember the beautiful phrase in there where the character speaks to waking up to this life that she realized she created and yet no longer desired. And this recognition of like, how did I get here? And how do I get out when I, I participated in every step of this? And as you wake up more and more to what you truly desire and deserve, you get to step out of anything that doesn't serve you anymore. Because anything that causes you to self-abandon isn't love. So what's your purpose? What's the meaning of life? Only you decide that. So have some fucking fun with it, right? Like how many of you are just forgetting to have fun, forgetting to play? You're so busy creating this life that you apparently want that you don't actually get a chance to just to enjoy it. That's a few of you, isn't it? I can feel it for you because it used to be me. I was so busy ticking all the boxes for life that I forgot to actually be present to it. And that's one of the things I've loved so much about my yoga and meditation teacher training is that coming home to my body to feel again and that Buddhist perspective of how we create our own suffering and how by coming to each and every moment, the simplest things bring us joy. The simplest things light us up, make us feel alive. So then rather than chasing all these things we think we want, we're present to every moment, appreciating all of it. And from there, we would decide what we truly value, what we truly desire, what we truly deserve. And there we create from a place of non-attachment. We create with ease. Life gets easier and easier when we appreciate every moment and let go of the addiction to chase these things we're told we should want. And so for me, it's quite simple. I'm here to love. And I'm here to help every woman see that she deserves to create the life and the relationship she desires. That she gets to stand in her worthiness, you know? To step out of fear and out of doubt and into the life that she was born to live. Whatever she decides that is. For every woman to fucking know who she is, to stand truly in all that she is in her full self-expression. To become alive again. Not just live, not just exist, but fully alive. To stop making excuses to take full responsibility for her life, to soften and to see the love that's available to her within herself and in the world around her. So I'm excited to share more and more. You'll see in all the future episodes, all the fun we get to have, all the self-limiting beliefs we get to reframe, all the amazing women that we get to speak to. I've already got some powerful female entrepreneurs interviewed that are coming up in the coming episodes. 
I've got some amazing humans that are going to speak to all of the transformations they've made in their life and the ways that they've done it. All the ways that they've shed these identities that no longer serve them as they recognize that this isn't me anymore. And as per usual, I'll share raw and authentically so you can see that where I speak from is an embodied knowing. It's not something I read about or studied exclusively, though I've done a lot of that too. It's lived. That's why I make this sort of content from my story, from my share. So you know, she gets it. She's lived it. She's been there. So I'm excited to share more of what's to come. Thank you for joining me today. I've launched this on 11.11 for those of you who love angel numbers and love that sort of spiritual shit. It's a bit of fun. So I hope you're having the most amazing day, this portal and whatever that means to you. And I know that this is content that's serving you, that's supporting you, and that you want to share it with others if it's resonated with you. So thank you for sharing when you know it's true for you. Thank you for leaving a review and liking it on whatever portal you listen to. I'm so excited to create and engage. So reach out. I love you guys. I'm so excited to share more of what I've lived and learned from. So you get that too. Love you. Thanks for listening to another episode. If it resonated with you, like it, share it with a friend or share it on your socials. And you can find me on my socials at Veronica Jane underscore on Instagram or at Veronica Jane on Facebook. I look forward to connecting with you further.